Last time on Travelers of the Unknown, Ashes from Time. Brain is going to take a look around for the box. I don't see why you're so interested in the damn thing. I haven't even been able to get it open. If He's given him the box. No one else is in the room. The box is wrapped in cloth on the counter with you. you. Find yourself unable to pull the box off the counter. The door kind of opens and walking through is a woman and then a man behind her. Let's fucking kill him. Oh no, our friend is in trouble. Right, I had a older man comes stomping out. Brain is going to take a stab. Barely seems phased, grabs your rapier, chucks it to the side. Might be a good time for some fire, don't you think? You hit... Kestro with the fire. Round around her is enveloped in flame. You've run up to the first bridge. Way to go. Materializing out of nothing is the goblin from the bar. You guys take the lackeys. The big fucker's mine. Did you see that coming? Well, I did because I wrote it. Travelers of the Unknown. Trident, part four. Hello there, humble listener. It's me, Matt, and I'm the voice of Harriet. He sounds a bit like this. Oh my, I came from a time when the world was much more, much more cynical than it turned out to be, almost as if I was written on a fluke without any context of what I'd be getting into. Like that. Now, I would like to say of my own free will, without a script written by Chrissy in front of me, that I am in fact a giant loser boy who's very bad and not good, because I either deleted or didn't save or otherwise misplaced my audio for this episode. So we have an ultimatum. Either we can skip it, despite it being one that Chrissy worked really hard on and that was very difficult to get right and that is kind of important to the plot. Or Chrissy can listen through all two hours of the raw boy footage, spend time writing out what I should have said and in the gaps that I'm absent in, and then send the lines to me so that I can record them post-mortem, which is what's happening now. Science. You roll, uh, you roll friendship with Matt. It's bad. Anyway, um... <laughs> I have made everyone's lives harder since the moment I was born. Here's what's happened. You've all run out onto the bridge, right? You're trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, in front of you, a small creature with fucking... Uh, it, it materializes in front of you. It looks like a centipede, but it has uh, feathers covering it. Massive multicolored feathers, and its um, its legs are, are kind of more fur. It's kind of like a mammal that looks like a centipede. And then it zooms up into the air, transforming into a kind of bat which also has six legs as well as two wings it's covered in the same amount of feathers with three eyes and a big mouth full of teeth it, it uh, makes a small core and then materializing next to it is the goblin from the bar from earlier um somebody say something oh i want it can't say that what i want to tame it <laughs> oh, i want to tame all right all right hold on the hell are you doing here, mate? Looks like my sister. Can we, can we, can we, like, can we lower the goof? Can we? <laughs> I love the goofs, but can we lower the goofs just a little bit? Okay, right. I tried okay. to do a serious sentence and just got <laughs> fucking taken over by goofs. Jesus. Remember, he hasn't just walked out in front of you, he's fucking materialized from thin air. Whoa. Oh shit. <laughs> those are such sorry. reactions. That, those were in character. Those were in character reactions. <laughs> Harriet goes, whoa. Gorlier goes, oh shit. And I just piss myself. You laugh? Yeah, Britain laughs. 
<laughs> just laugh. The goblin smiles at you and says, guess I scared you there a little, didn't I? Where is your gnome friend? He wasn't friends with the gnome. No! <laughs> you missed the gnome! I'm jumping in the river! No, come back! You missed the gnome! I'm sorry I brought back the goblin and not the gnome! What the hell are you doing here, and how the hell did you do that? Look, it, it's a long story, okay? I'm a warlock, invisibility spell, doesn't matter. I've been, I've been checking out the area, I saw you guys were in trouble, okay? The name's Digby, and this is my quasit, Jin. Now, you seem to be burning the building, uh, give me a second. He turns to his quasit, the little flying thing next to him, and, uh, speaks in a dark tongue, one consisting of growls and shallow breaths. I'm assuming you're gonna want me to actually do it. Yeah, You can't yeah, not yeah. do it. He, 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 he says something on, along the lines of... And, um... Does he uh, I don't... <laughs> I'm trying, okay. He's got. I don't understand how I'm supposed to speak what like the language of. You of, could like of, say some actual words rather than just make racist noises. No, no, no. But it's like a D and D language called like void speak or something. Yeah. Anyway, um. Outside. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, after hearing this, Jin makes a small clicking noise. Like, and uh, it flies over towards the burning building, starting to rhythmically flap its wings to help, fanning the flames to help them rise. It also opens its mouth and a small amount of flames come out. It's helping to increase the burning. Uh, yeah, Digby looks at it and goes, we don't have long. He'll freeze his way out, but the fire will buy us some time. Smart thinking on your part, setting, that, setting the building on fire. You know, shame about the owner of the store, but... um. Oh. Shit. Oh. Oh no 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 no. God. He he was killed. He he was killed before you burnt it. Don't worry. The the stranger dude, the the silent one, he he killed him. <laughs> You're right. I saw I I I saw it through Jin. You guys knew that the old man was dead, right? Before you burned the building down, right? Um Of course we did. What's an old man? Bryn just kind of nods at him like with the wide eyes just Along to be with fair, it. Harriet and Gaul- Harriet Gaulin didn't know there was an old man in the shop. Yeah, it's like, what old man? That still doesn't explain how the hell you just appeared like that. I told you, I'm a warlock. Invisibility spell. Magic exists. How about instead of being smart with me, you just tell us what the fuck is going on? Who were those people? Those guys, okay? I know those guys, okay? Look, look, I don't have time to explain. They're going to get out of there any second. We got to prepare. Well, you know what I think we should do? Get the fuck out of here, mate. Look, we can't leave. Like it or not, you're a part of this now. I saw you in the bar. He turns to Harriet and Gorlia. You fight well, and you don't let the innocent bleed. If we allow this man to escape with his life, many will. If you were with the correct cause, count me in. All right, I'm with you. Bobby expects some answers when this is over. Bryn? I really want that box, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> can't be Scottish, I'm Scottish. No, that, that, came on, that came on by accident. It's I don't the Aaron think Scott it's not Look, we have a very short amount of time to plan our attack. At this very moment, he's almost loose. I suggest we start with introductions. You know, my name is Digby, this is Jin. Um, my name's Harriet. I'm a fire mage from across the seas. I just arrived today. I am Gwulia. I am Dragonborn. Well... Now I feel like I said too much. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I got. <laughs> no, it's fine. That was good. That was fine. It was fine. It's snappy. We're, okay. we're trying to be quick here. He's trying to rush. Uh, yeah, we're trying to be quick. I'm Bryn. Let's Brim the bubble. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just put on for ages, though. Like, by the time Harriet shuts up, they've already overrun. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, I'm Bryn. That's I'm fine. I'm Harriet. Raising fire and melee. <laughs> no, we, we don't have time for this, Harriet. We don't have... I make my own rules. <laughs> oh, it's always a fucking short story when Harriet opens his mouth, isn't I'm it? I'm sorry. I am sorry I deleted my audio. You're sharper than your beak, Sedge. 
Brian, you're injured. A little bit, I. Take something for the pain. He gives you, he pulls from his pocket a fucking flask of some alcohol and gives it to Bryn. And arm yourself. He takes from his back his small crossbow and hands it to Bryn. Um, I know you already have a short, short bow, bow yeah. Bryn, but the, the, the crossbow is more powerful. Get behind me. You can range. Stay away from the conflict until we can heal you. We don't have time for that right now. Harriet. You're going to need your spellcasting strength for later. Doesn't it make sense that Bryn should be able to take a hit or two before this starts? Let me. Digby turns to Bryn, who... Bryn, do you want to run behind him like he's instructed you to do? No. Yeah, I do. He, uh, Digby turns to Bryn and puts a hand on his chest. A glowing aura coming from his hand and surrounding Bryn with a transparent dark purple armor which uh, shimmers for a moment before fading away. Bryn, you can up your AC to 15. Thanks, huh? Yeah, boy. Harriet, Gorlier, two of them are gonna come out of there. You guys focus on the young guy. I'll handle the big spooky dude. I ready my battle axe. Harriet pulls on his mask and tightens his grip on his sickle. So this is all happening like split seconds. Um, the fire all this time has been slowly dwindling. Um, very quickly, Jin flies and returns to Digby as um, through the door, um, the stern man smashes through and starts walking uh, through the now cleared flames. However, his appearance has changed. His, or maybe its, face is different now. Where once was a stern middle-aged man, now stares back a tangled mess of rusted pipes and coils. What small amount of skin is visible is almost grey. There don't seem to be any mouth or eye holes, just a blank canvas of steel-clad madness. Now here, I said something to undercut Chrissy's very good scene setting by making a super easy, infantile, facile, lowbrow joke, or something like that. Now it's not in the podcast because I lost my audio. Ah, oh, beans. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I hate you. Oh my gosh. Matt, I hate you more than life. So they, and, and following him comes the still shaken, but slightly more determined looking Leafro. Kstrobe is presumably still inside, either dead, either dead or dying. It is time for everybody to roll initiative. Yeah. I got a four, because I'm really good at this video game. I got a 15. Uh, I got 12. Let me roll for spooky dude. Okay, you got a five. I repeat the joke that ruins the tension of Chrissy's very cool idea for an enemy. Matt, fall off a bus. (laughs) I want you to fall off a bus. Okay, here I go. You know, I want it to be embarrassing as well as deadly. First man to die falling off a bus. Okay, the very first thing that happens is Jin, uh, the quasit, vanishes again, goes invisible. Gaulier's turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, first of all, do I get any power-ups? <laughs> you have, you're a dragon and you have your berserk mode. I, I, I think you can use your fire whenever. And you haven't used your berserk mode yet, so... Well, I want to test the water because we don't know what's happened just yet because this bloke's turned into a cyborg. <laughs> I once again said the joke despite it not being good and Chrissy's reaction is much funnier in order to make a good bit out of it. Oh boy, guys, I guess I'm leaving. Chrissy leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Chrissy leaves. James, what are you doing? 
Okay. We'll run up to that spooky dude. Okay. Let me use my battle axe against that spooky dude. You're going to run right up to the spooky dude, are you? Oh, actually, wait. <laughs> Didn't Digby tell us to attack the other one first? Okay, let's attack the small one then, Plague Master. It was your idea, mate. Let's get the small one. How do I do this then? Right, where's my better licks? Oh, dude, I've got javelins. <laughs> Why don't I use a javelin? Oh, javelin I didn't work. <laughs> Does he have a javelin? I want to javelin that. Yeah, i got a javelin, dude. I forgot you had a javelin. Yeah, you got ten javelins. i got a javelin, dude. you got ten javelins. Yeah, throw... Do you want to throw a javelin at Leafro? I want to throw all of them. You can only throw one per turn, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I'm cool, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but okay, I'm Gaulier. Throw... <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, one javelin. Right. Okay, roll it. Oh, shit. The sun, you did him. Oh, yeah. Not, not very hard. You, did, you only did two damage, but you did hit him, so that's good. Yeah. So, Gaulier, the fucking... This fucking hulking dragon just lobbed a javelin at this guy and, and stuff. Brings him. back, looks at that bloke, and he's like, I'm a pincushion that. Okay, Um. and Bryn. So, Bryn takes aim with the crossbow. Directly at um, Spooky Dude or the Silent Stranger's weird coil wire pipe head and just go straight for it. You hit him in the head. Actually, no, that's only a 14. You hit him in the... Yeah, no, that's a miss. Oh. It's AC higher than that. That's a miss. Oh. Right, okay. Now I guess I'm digging his turn. Um... Gene appears next to the spooky dude and flies down and bites him on the arm. Uh, he just kind of waves it off. It doesn't seem to do that much. Um, Jin and Digby basically move at the same time. Now it's Digby's go. Digby um, runs up a bit closer to the spooky dude. He throws up his arms into the air and uses a spell called Eldritch Blast in which, um, and, and before you, two beams of crackling energy strike forward and hit the, um, and hit the silent stranger from, from the sky and, and kind of uh, make him stagger a little bit as, as he stood. It's now the silent stranger's turn and he's immediately going to, from his hand, he fires a small kind of skeletal hand yeah, Digby, Digby's able to dodge the, the small skeletal hand, which kind of goes over his head and shatters into a million different little shards. Oh no, it's Harriet's turn. I'm on Sealy Throw makes more. All right, then. I'm going to run up to him. Uh, I'm going to attack him with my sickle. And that's 13 with four points of damage. I think that's a hit, right? Yep, that's correct. Okay, I'll take four hit points off him. Yeah! Now it's Leafro's turn. Um, Leafro... It's going to do something a bit special, my friend, Matt. Ah, oh, balls. Relifo kind of staggers back from the wound that you've given him, but then kind of grins at you. He brings out a small vial. Inside of the vial is a swirling mess of different hues and shades all dancing in the liquid contents. He pops the cork and gulps the entire thing down. A shiver seems to go through him. His pupils enlarge and his nerves seem to disappear, any, any sort of nervousness or, or shakiness that he has. His fists clench and his once flimsy posture is replaced with a stance befitting a hardened warrior. Bring out two short swords, one in each hand, spinning and catching them as he does. The renewed boy locks eyes with Gorlia and grins wide. A challenge. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Lefro has powered the fuck up. Oh, uh, he went Super Saiyan. But are you as good as a super dragon, Ian? 
Right, let's go. Let's do this. He uh, leave throw backs I'm off ready. from Harriet a bit, I'm kind ready. of I'm getting ready. some Pumped. safer ground. Come and say that to me face. Is that Gawler's character voice, James? <laughs> is that is that how he sounds, James? Is that canon? <laughs> right. Uh, James, are you okay? I'm absolutely fine. It's a long day at work, James. Yeah, I've been up for the best part of how many hours? Alright, as this guy obviously wants to lock eyes with me, I'm going to accept his brawl, being the honourable little dragon that I am, or big dragon that I am. Let's use that great axe of uh, okay. mine. Let's give it a go. I am reminding you that you can rage at any point during this battle and it will last. Right, for goodness sake. Chris. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, that was actually a good roll. That yeah. was uh, 22 with 4 damage. Well, the damage wasn't great, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Gawler's still a bit sleepy from being woken up. <laughs> from his, still got his nightcap on, so he's going to lazily take his axe, grey axe out, swings it in like a slug, uh, sluggishly. Oh, uh, come on, James, get on with it. Oh, shut sorry. the fuck up, that's so, that's so rude. Why would you say something like that? We're playing a <laughs> fucking game where you're meant to describe shit. God, like, I fucking hate you so much. Just because he's being creative. <laughs> it is Britain's go. Bryn's turn. Bryn is going to try and take another shot at um, Spooky Dude. Hello. Oh, fuck. Daddy-o. You hit the Silent Stranger for seven damage with a with a yeah, 20 fucking free. A 20 free attack and seven damage. Um, so, having failed the first time, Bryn kind of steadies himself a bit, raises the crossbow, kind of lining, lining up the sights and takes a shot directly at this coil mess head. It just slams straight in there, huh? Yep, the arrow... Oh, it's a shot through the heart! The arrow... No, no, it's not much. <laughs> Very good joke, though. Oh. Um, the arrow hits him... Oh. The arrow hits him where the forehead would be and a spark of... And a small, short... Um, ended your career! A small, <laughs> a small spurt of uh, steam comes out and he kind of staggers for a second before um, kind of, like, pulling the arrow out and continuing to head towards you unfazed. Well, in that case, Bryn is going to run over here, behind old Digby. Now Digby's in the way, let Digby deal with this guy. Digby, it's now Digby's go. Seeing what's up with Leafro, Jin is going to fly up to him and um, attempt to frighten him. But he he missed anyway. He it was unable to affect Leafro. Um, basically, what Scare would have done is it would have just it's like a debuff that he can do. That's it. it uh, Leafro seems completely unaffected by it, and he's gonna actually smack Jean out the way, and Jean's gonna like hit a wall and slide down a bit, and it's gonna be really sad. Oh. Oh you, no! You take your hands off my backup food. I swear to God, <laughs> mate. It's Plague Master Harriet. I'm going to keep attacking Leafro. So inspired by Bryn, I'm going to take out my crossbow, notch my arrow, and fire straight for Leafro's skull. I got a three with piercing damage of six. Nope. Do you want to describe how it misses spectacularly? <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it pings off a nearby wall and past a window where there's like a lady inside who turns just as it flies past and covers the nipples, and then it lands between a guy's legs, and he goes, oh, caramba, uh, and then he falls over. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. And Leafro grits his teeth. I'm so dead. His neck veins bulging. Oh, God. And um, turns out this dude is actually oh, shit. also oh, shit. a barbarian. Oh, hey. He enters, he enters rage mode. Oh, jeez. Which means that whenever he makes an attack with a melee weapon, he gets an extra two damage. And he has resistance, half damage, to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. 
And he swings at you with his short sword. Oh. He managed to miss. <laughs> he managed to miss, dude. Wait, it misses? Yeah, he missed. He only got a 10. Your AC's higher than that. He managed to miss. Oh. He would have done 12 damage had he hit you, but he, he missed. Oh, that's that's probably me dying for the count if he did, isn't it? No, um, I don't know. You've got a lot of health, haven't you? Oh, oh no, I got 14. All right, okay, okay. Um, uh, seeing this dude buff up like Broly, taking a massive swing at Gourley, he somehow wakes up, drops his head, leaving the cat floating in midair. The sword swings through the space between his head and the cat. <laughs> and Gourley kind of like goes... <laughs> <laughs> his eyes, all of his spines stick up on end with his head to oh see. Oh. This is the second time. Oh. Yeah, what is it? This is the second hat that's been murdered. I know. Well, he's just floating in midair at the moment. He goes, Maybe oh. the wind takes it and it flies away. Well, yeah, we'll say it lands in the river close by. A gust of wind flies by. The no. hat lands in the river close by. Oh, no. <laughs> now it's the silent stranger's turn. He, um,. As he was running towards Bryn, and Bryn started taking off in a different direction, he swerves around, coming face to face with Digby. From his um, fist, as as happened previously, he, as I've, I've told you before, he has one hand in a glove, and the other hand is exposed with cracked, kind of ruby-looking veins and shards all over it. He throws out his hand, and the, the kind of bloody, twisted sword of blades comes out, and he swings harshly at Digby, hitting him square on. I'm not going to be describing damage between these two, because I want to keep it secret um when you say ruby do you mean the mineral or the rooster teeth original series <laughs> oh, really <good> job, huh? <laughs> um <laughs> oh chrissy <laughs> what well okay. you just ended his career again you restarted his career then ended it again james what does that even mean it's, by the way it's not made of actual ruby it's a kind of congealed blood like substance that shimmers like ruby um he hits digby and slashes digby out the way, leaving Bryn exposed, and he's going to run up to Bryn and block his path as best he can, kind of. He's behind Lethro and Gorlier, but he's near Bryn. Um, how everyone's positioned right now, Gorlier is facing off with Gorlier and Lethro are outside the short rest with Jin, um, passed out on the floor. Um, outside of the burning uh, trinkets of Trident, there is Harriet, Bryn, and nearby is the Silent Stranger. Um, next to the bridge and close to Bryn is... Uh, uh, Digby, who's been knocked aside. Okay, Gorlia's turn. Okay, so enraged by the loss of his hat, Gorlia turns to him and goes, Look, E.T. looking ass, motherfucker. He doesn't, he doesn't, what do you mean he looks like E.T.? <laughs> what do you mean, why does Lee Fro look like E.T.? He's just a normal dude. Look, I couldn't think of another insult, okay? Just roll with it. <laughs> that was my favourite nightcap given to me by my great-grandfather, Knech. <laughs> When he was shipped off, <laughs> when he was shipped off to Morningwood, it was just an egg with a light with a nightcap on it. Yeah. When I was found as a baby, I was inside that house. Oh my god, that's so tragic. That's so tragic. <laughs> Hold on, wait, James, I'm gonna play really sad music in the podcast right now. Can you can you have a monologue about all that hat meant to you? Okay. Many years ago. Are we really I'm... doing this? Matt, ruining the mood. Just lost the hat. <laughs> Many years ago, when I was found, <laughs> that, I swear to God, this is a mo- this is an emotional moment. Mike, James, can everyone check that their audacity is still recording? Because I don't want this to be lost. <laughs> okay, okay, it is. Okay, it is. Okay, it is. But my audacity 
wasn't still recording and it never had been or I didn't save it. Uh, I'm not really sure how this managed to happen, but I'm sorry. And Chrissy's going to try and silence my voice, but have it be known that I didn't mean for this to happen, okay? It was a big, silly mistake. I'm sorry. And Chrissy, I know you're listening back to this right now, sniggering in your little nipply face. And I love you, but gosh dang. Why are you such a penis? Many years ago when I was found at that village, that hat was the only thing I had. It's found in that hat. It's the only thing that nurtured me from the rain and the storms. And you taking that away from me. I'm a beat your ass, silly sir. <laughs> it's the only thing that sheltered me from the rain. Rain and storms. <laughs> I was curled up inside the hat. I could picture a little ghoul here inside this little hat. <laughs> this is amazing character development. <laughs> what does that hat look like, James? If you can picture a Legend of Zelda hat, but blue and spotty. Oh, this is good stuff. No, it's not. So, um, we, uh, yeah, ghoul is go. So, traumatised by the loss of his hat, Gormer enters rage. <gasps> Boy, okay, uh, Gaulier, uh, let me remind you what rage does. What raging you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws, you are gonna have a plus two damage bonus to uh, melee attacks, and you have resistance half damage to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Your rage lasts for one minute, which is ten rounds of combat. Okay, Gaulier clenches, tightens his grip around his battle axe, thinking of his home. Takes a wad swing at this bloke again, straight at his nape. What's a nape? The back of his neck, the side of his neck. He almost dodges it, but you do manage to hit him. Um, You rolled a 15. You rolled a 15 with 8 slashing damage, plus 2, that's 10 damage. Nice, nice, nice. You've done done a big chunk, a big chunk of this guy's HP has come off now. Yeah, he seems very, he actually seems pretty shocked that you had that much power in you and he stumbles back a bit and is uh, looking a bit fucking wounded right now. Um, Okay, you have a, you have a movement action if you want to use it. And I'm gonna stand my ground and snarl at the guy again. Okay, sick. Brin, Brins go. Um. So now that um the silent stranger is kind of on him, it's much easier to you know do this. So he aims like for the chest, like middle of the chest. And hits him again. You hit oh. him in the chest, and once again, less than last time, he he staggers back a bit and kind of, actually, actually more so than last time, as you hit him in the chest. You are you where are you aiming for on the chest specifically, like the heart area? Yeah, yeah, like center. Center, yeah, actually, yeah, more so than last time. He stumbles back a bit and kind of clutches at his chest before, uh, kind of straightening out, clicking his neck and continuing towards you. And then, well, Bryn is gonna have a, have a little run over to Gawler Engine. Because um, Bree is afraid. <laughs> Next up is Digby. He looks over towards the situation that's going on, and before doing anything, he closes his eyes for a second and mouths some words that you can't seem to understand. They seem to be words in Goblin. Um, then after that, he backs off quite a bit from the spooky dude, rubs his fists together, and points out his hand, raising only his uh, index finger, and from it... This beam of crackling blue energy jumps from the finger, blasting through the air and hitting him dead on. Um, his whole body kind of staggers and he, he kind of is clearly very, very harmed by this thing. And he kind of uh, kind of falls to his knees and, and kind of 
kind of the, the, he, like it feels like it seems like even though he's not making any noise, it kind of seems like the metal itself that that is consisting many parts of his body is kind of wheezing and creaking. Um, he then very quickly stands up and um, starts making his way. Uh, he 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 quickly stands up again, but Digby stands his ground. Now it's Plague Master Harriet. Okay, well, uh, Harriet is going to bring out one hand and summon a flame, which he aims at the silent stranger and fires. Um, that's only a seven versus AC. That's going to miss. Yeah, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to make it fucking cool. The flames fly towards him, but he brings up his hand and uh, casts like an ice spell as it happens from his palm, and it just diffuses the flames before they even hit. Oh, jeez. pretty sick. Uh, you going to move, Harriet? Uh, no, Harriet's staying near everyone else. Okay, dope. It's... Lefro's turn. Lefro once again, Crap. fucking angry as shit, God. swings at Gulir. Oh no. Ooh, hit you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that hit you. Ooh, hit you. <laughs> Lefro hits Gulir. Um, he's going to slash him right across the chest and it's going to make a cut in him. And uh, that's for eight piercing damage, plus two, ten. So that's taken off ten from me. Yep. Jesus Christ, I'm on four. Hey, welcome to the Full Health Club. Gulitik puts his hand on his chest, covering his wound, gives Brynn a quick high five for the Full Health Club. <laughs> now it's fucking Spooky Dude, and what Spooky Dude is going to do is he's going to... Okay, uh, Spooky Dude looked towards Brynn and threw from his hand um, a, a, a kind of ice version of his hand. Um, Brynn, what's your AC? I think it's gone up to 15, hasn't it? Yep. It hits Brynn, and uh, once again, the purple armour that... Digby put over you kind of shimmers and it dissipates uh, the ice the ice hand shatters and uh, the silent stranger is clearly pr pretty pissed off at this and he looks towards Digby blaming him so the spooky dude is now going to head towards Digby in rage thank god <laughs> now it's Gorlias go okay Gorda looks down to Bryn and gives him a look to say if I fall you gotta finish the fight Bryn gives him a look back to say, I really don't think that's going to happen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Gula gives him another look saying, if I die, grab my hat. Why, well, I swear, get my hat for me. Bryn, Bryn, Bryn gives him a further look to say, if you die, I'll take everything that's on you. <laughs> no problem, mate. Gula looks at him and says, even my virginity. <laughs> Bryn looks back to say, I was going to take that anyway. <laughs> everyone, this is Chrissy. This is just a mid-roll bit that I'm recording to add to the old episodes that didn't have one. Um, I just wanted to quickly credit Winter Garten for our theme music, which is Summer Fargle, and Mort Garson for much of the other music used. Additional sounds are sourced from freesound.org, and anything else particular to the episode is linked in the episode description. If you enjoy the show, follow us on facebook.com slash travellersoftheunknown, on Twitter at TOTUcast, or you could join our Discord server for live updates and to chat with the community. The link to join it is in every episode's description and on all the social medias. Peace out, Holmes. Oh boy. <laughs> what are you going to do, babe? It's the only thing I can do. I don't want to retreat because that's not what he does. Uh, but I need some fucking help. I will be able to hear you before Lethro has another go. Oh, cheers, babes. Okay, bloodied and completely battered, Gula takes one final strike, chopping downwards in a straight motion as if he's going to 
helm splitter, this mofo. Um, well, you rolled a 12. His, a- his AC is 15. Oh. He's able to dodge it. Axe hits Axe hits the floor. You can move, dude. Can I grab Bryn, put it on my shoulders, and leg it back to Harry? Well, it is Bryn's turn next, so you could, if, if you have Bryn's consent to do that, you could run together. <laughs> Bryn turns to give him a face again and just raises his eye and just goes, yeah. Yeah! Gorlier's tail flips over to to Bryn, give him a cheeky pinch on the bum. Then <laughs> takes Bryn, places him firmly on his shoulders. Oh my god, you're gonna look like the rock carrying a toothpick. <laughs> and legs it back over to Harry. Did you leg that's as far as you went? Well, I don't know, because I don't want to. I don't want Harriet to take the full frontal force of ill. Do I? Harriet's got the most health at the moment. Okay, he forms a triangle formation with Harriet and stands his ground. Uh, Bryn, it's it's your turn. You can still have a movement action, but that that counts as two. It's ju- just for a bit of a change of pace, to be honest. Bryn's gonna pull a dagger from his boot and uh, give it a throw. You, know, you haven't used any spells yet, like ever. That's the point. What you got, Bryn? So Bryn is just gonna reach over. And give give little Gorlia a little just little squeeze of his hand, Aww. and bang! Brincast heroism on Gorlia, um, leaving Gorlia immune to being frightened, and giving him a temporary HP of eleven. Oh. Shouldn't he play his keytar while casting it? No, that's what I was going to say. Bryn, why don't you fucking play your keytar whenever you cast a spell? Bryn, from his back, slings around this strange-looking instrument. Because bear in mind. The other two, they haven't seen it yet. They don't know what he does. <laughs> uh? Yeah, Tim Allen. He just swings Tim Allen out from his back, gives him a little tickle on the belly, and Tim Allen just goes... Oh. <laughs> Is that what Bryn plays? It's fucking tool time, baby. <laughs> Bryn, Bryn swings out an instrument. It's It looks like a loop, but along the neck of the loop... There appears to be what resemble piano keys. What? Bryn plays what can only be described as a sick riff. <laughs> and Gorlia just gets this kind of light in his eyes. <laughs> he like he like strums it. He's like no, he brings it out and he's like and here's Wonderwall. And then I'll call it, here's Wonderwall. No, it, actually, Bryn just plays Don't Look Back in Anger to everyone. The fighting all stops. Um, the other guys help put out the fire, drag their friend out, they all shake hands and walk away. Because Don't Look Back in Anger has that Don't power. Don't look back in anger. Sorted. Game over. Good night, guys. Digby's magical powers are weakened, and um, as as the silent stranger runs towards him, from his back, Digby pulls a quarter staff, a big bit of wood, and he spins it around like a fucking ninja. And again, before hitting, closing his eyes and whispering some words in 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 some sort of goblin tongue, he swings forward the quarter staff, deliberately hitting the silent stranger around the waist, where a satchel is hung, knocking uh, the the silent stranger over a bit and the satchel comes flying out of his, uh, uh, from him. Um, The satchel falls off of him and inside of it, when it it lands on the floor, it opens, the box rolls out of the fabric, the box rolls, its patterns now revealed. It is a small, rusted wooden box it looks extremely old with strange spirals and and eccentric designs all over it and, and in the middle is a um it, it's like it's like half of a drawn circle 
and then another half circle facing the other way but smaller on the inside so kind of like one's inside of the other two c's back one c and a reverse c in, in the inside and on one side there are three there are three lines heading into the large c and from the small reverse c three more lines of different lengths are coming out and all around it are these different strange ruins there, there seems to be this kind of theme of 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 eyes and blood with the with the look of it and and the entire thing all of the engravings are glowing with a similar congealed looking ruby substance to the man's arm the box rolls and lands near Bryn <gasps> at his feet <clears throat> if I can interject Bryn's eyes kind of um, they get a bit larger and in place of his pupils and irises the little box appears instead <laughs> And Bryn goes to grab the box. You lift the box. You start to lift the box. It's all working. However, as soon as you touch the box, here's what's going to happen, okay? Uh-oh. Although the, there is a extreme pain, it is as though the box is literally um, hotter than, a, than an open flame when you touch it. However, you cannot remove your hands. They appear stuck to this box. You cannot remove them despite the pain. It happens very quickly. There's this incredibly sharp, burning, scalding pain. And you feel the kind of... It's, your heart pounds quicker in your chest. And for a moment, you feel as if your very blood is boiling as you touch this. And the pain very quickly subsides. You your hands are undamaged and you have the box in your hands okay oh jeez okay um okay that's that's that and is anyone gonna say anything or Bryn are you gonna say anything or well Bryn's gonna scream in the pain no wait yeah. when Bryn screams cause he's got such a good voice it goes no Jesus wept why James don't do it don't do it <laughs> 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 okay seeing this Digby Digby's looking over at Bryn uh, with a great amount of shock on his face but also he's smiling a little bit uh, and he and, he, uh, and now it's uh, Plague Master Harriet's turn uh, okay Harriet is going to cast Cure Wounds on Bryn uh, you healed him with 8 HP uh, from Harriet's hand comes a beautiful line of, of squiggly lines uh, like in like an old 80s sitcom like a laser uh, and it just it, it fizzes over him uh, like a cheap BBC effect. Well, I'm only added five because I can't go over my max, can I? And now it's Leafro's turn, and Leafro is still fucking hates Scorlia. God's sake, taking his hat, you've taken his. He runs up and hits you with a short sword again. He fucking reels back and go, goes fucking, and he says, "Fucking die already, you fucking lizard shit!" And he, oh! he attacks you. Racist motherfucker. And he hits. For seven damage. Oh, you're not giving me a break. Wait, no, seven, eight, nine damage. Because he gets two extra, oh. doesn't he? Nine. Little bitch, all my spell work gone to shit. Lovely. Um, well, not lovely. You're going to fucking die, but whatever. Now, the spooky dude, the first thing the spooky dude's going to do is, uh, as Digby is distracted, smiling at Bryn. <laughs> How long has he been smiling at Bryn? <laughs> <laughs> He's been smiling at Bryn long enough for... The rounds are six seconds long. <laughs> I know, but just think about this. He's been smiling at Bryn long enough for Harriet 
me with a laser. He's just looking at you. Leave to step up to James and swing at him. <laughs> no, it's like all it all happens simultaneously. Like, I know, but I just like the idea. <laughs> he throws his hands up into the air, and the fire from the uh, the shop kind of rushes towards him. And, and and kind of as the fire rushes towards him, he uh, shoots ice out of his palms, freezing it and turning it into kind of a smoke, a black, thick smoke that uh, towers above him before shooting it, uh, his hands right out, and this huge blast of dark kind of smoky energy fires towards um, Digby. It hits him and seems to suck into his nostrils and his mouth and through his ears and through his eyes. It kind of sucks into his body. The goblin shivers as he stands and then grabs at his chest and falls to the ground, heavily wounded and barely, he seems barely alive. Boy. Dig me. And then the spooky dude turns to Bryn. This only happens to Bryn. Time seems to stop. Everything goes silent. It's not as if the world has gone dark, but you feel as though you are unable to look away from the silent stranger. You cannot see... If, if you were to look to your... You could not look to your side if you wanted to. If you did, it would be as if you cannot... It would be as if you cannot see Harriet. You can't pay attention to him. You don't have the time of day for anyone right now. Your, your entire being is focused on, on this person. And the words... And the words pounding through your head. Now, these words aren't spoken in any voice. They are as if you are thinking it yourself. So they're, they're the thoughts of your own internal monologue. They're the thoughts of your own internal monologue, but it's clearly someone speaking to you. Child, this power will destroy you as you once destroyed yourself your family. I know what you want, child. I can show you her again. We know where she is. We are no evil. We are only as dark as this world. Our place is as mirrors to show you all how far we've fallen from the heavens we once were. There is only one God, the God of nothing at all. Yeah. That was good, yeah. I was gonna say there's only one god and his name is Death. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? Another fucking Game of Thrones reference, James and Gap. Another I'm Game sorry, of Thrones James. reference fine, to James. I'm sorry, fine. James. Okay, so that's what he said to you, and he holds out his hand as if willing for you to to come towards him. We'll leave that until Bryn's turn. It's now Gorlias go. Uh, so has Bryn said that aloud to the rest of us? No, it was only in Bryn. It was as if he was. It was like he was thinking it to himself, but it was someone else. Someone else talking. But but Chrissy wanted me to say it for the podcast. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought it would be cool to have him say it. Uh, James, it's your go. It's your go, James. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. Let's see. He's pretty much battered this guy. Uh, I'll say how much health he's got. I have six. Uh, he has 15 still. And he has 15. Right, we're going to have to hope for a critical then. <laughs> Jin's still knocked out on Jin's the... still knocked out, yeah. No. I wanted to, I just wanted to like run over to him, like inflate him and then just like squeeze him like a big 
concertina, and then like some fire will come out. Is this inflation porn? No, I'm not. I'm not into that shit. But you know, if you're making an offer, I know. <laughs> Um, no, okay, let's go for another swing with a battle axe, but... Uh, you could run away, you could run, you could back away afterwards. Gawler doesn't do that. Alright, I'll tell you what then. I think James should maybe get some inspiration I was about for to say not that. backing For, away. for not yeah. backing down all this time, you have advantage on this roll. Oh, jeez, thank you. Roll. Alright, drawing his, what he thinks to be his last breath. Gawler takes a final swing with his battle axe dripping with blood. He hits with a 21 oh, and does 12 slashing damage. And so for his movement, Gora looks back at Harriet with a twinkle in his eyes, almost as to say, Doc, patch me up. Before stumbling onto his knee. He first stumbles back. Fucking wounded as shit, dog. Well, depending on what you want to do, Matt, I'm going to say one of two things, because... <laughs> You can easily finish this dude. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Well, you could just fire something over me. Yeah, like, use my, like, yeah, run up my body and just, like, jump at him. I just stumble down like a trampoline ready to be used. Sprinsko, so uh, you've just heard that in your head. The silent stranger is beckoning you towards him. Am I supposed to, like, make a specific role or something here, or am I... No, it's up to you. It's a player decision. What do you think Bryn would, what do you think Bryn would do in this situation? <laughs> camera zooms into his face look left for me look right for them <gasps> Bryn kind of looks into the wherever the eyes would be on this dude's mess of a metal face and just goes she's gone mate and takes aim with his crossbow let's go yeah yeah Bryn oh my lord oh my god it's a 22 did you want to hit him in the head yeah yeah I'm going straight for his yeah, head yeah you fire oh yes okay, um, describe it Bryn takes aim with just the one um, it's in slow motion. The bolt like just sw swings away and just straight into like a coil. X gone, give it to your please. Yeah, yeah. And in slow motion, yeah, it just goes straight into one of these coils on his face. Just bang. Nine damage. Fucking hits him right in the face and fucking it's stuck right in there and he stumbles the fuck back and like falls over onto his ass. Um and he's actually for the first time he looks weak. Um it's uh Digby's go, but Digby is unconscious, so we're gonna skip past Digby and go to Plague Master Harry. Okay, so what I what I want to do here is jump up onto Gordia's back like a sort of human dragonish launch pad and jump on top of Leafro and Swing down my sickle and slice his head open. Oh yeah! Can I do that? If you roll good, yeah. Oh yes! You don't, this is gonna be gutsy. You can get from point A to point B in any amount, any way you want, any fluff you want. No, it doesn't matter. Oh, so no roll for jump? Yep, no, no roll for the jump. You can do that. Okay, so Harriet hops off of Gawley's back and twirls in the air, swinging his blade down with all his strength and hitting. Do I, do I get advantage here? There is a. There, I think there's a there's a phrase that might come up during this which is called um, inspiration hungry or perhaps advantage whore in which oh, you, you do something unnecessarily fluffy to try and oh, get advantage. Oh, Chrissy, I'm liking this new sass. What? I'm doing a cool move. Chrissy does have a very good point. You can't just say, I do a flip and now I have advantage. Like, the point of advantage is that you're meant to impress me as a GM. I was very impressive. It's up to me, dude. I'm going to say, Matt, 
if I were the GM of the game and if you tried to do this, I wouldn't have given you advantage. Sorry. Ghoul, I gave Ghoulier advantage because he James stayed the fucking character despite the fact that it would have made more sense for him to back off and I that was mm. that was cool. You just you. did a flip and it's cool and I do think it's cool and it's more interesting than I just ran up to him, but you don't get advantage for that. I'm sorry. Roll roll your attack. Oh, that's a seventeen with three slashing damage. It didn't matter anyway. Wait, has that done the exact amount it of has. damage needed? Yeah, to Matt, read that it. out. It has. Oh, Ooh, hello. Can I just split Leafro directly down the middle? I don't know if a scythe. Harriet's can... blade connects with the man's skull and splits it in twain, carving down through his body like pulpy meat, right down to the pelvis until he rips apart and his Wait. organs spill onto the cobbled streets. It's like, like a, a handheld damn scythe. Can that really saw a man in two? Oh, okay, his head then. It's You split his skull. Yeah, you split his skull. His skull is split. Ripperoni, Leafroni. He's fucking dead. He's on the floor. He's fucking dead. He bleeds out. He's R.I.P. Leafro. Leafy was sitting here. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's the turn of the silent stranger. He stumbles. He's uh, stumbled backwards. Like I said, he's looking vulnerable for the first time. He looks up towards Bryn. There's no anger in his eyes. There's no hatred. There's kind of a slight amount of disappointment. And Bryn, I don't want you to read this out this time, but I am going to send another message to you that you hear in your head. It's up to you whether you want to share this with the group later on. Okay. But you don't have to read it out right now. And after that, he takes the sword that's still in his hand, slices through the air, cutting open this icy rift through the space, which he steps through... And vanishes. Jeez. And we're out of combat. The the building crackles and burns behind you. Lefro is dead. Um, the silent stranger has vanished. Digby is on the floor near Jewels of the Tide, uh, near the burning trinkets of Trident as well. Incredibly weak. On, on the ground, holding his chest, coughing. You look behind you and you can see that Jin is now roused from his... Um, the, his uh, unconsciousness and flies over to Digby and and lands near him, kind of cawing softly and, and nuzzling against him. Uh, Chrissy, do I have another spell left? You don't. Yes, yes he does. Well, yeah, he didn't heal me. Oh yeah, you do. Though. You do. You do have. You do have one. Yeah, you do have one left. Yeah. Harriet uh, very quickly arrives at Digby's side and kneels down next to him uh, and kind of puts him in his arms to try and hold him up. Chrissy. Yeah. There are no horses about. Are there any boats? Um, there would be boats at the dock. Yeah, and I also described before there were horses in. There were a lot horses locked up. Yeah. Near no. the round the back of um. So I'll, I'll remind you of where you heard that travel was when when it comes to this. Okay. So Harriet walked over to him and and held him and cradling Digby in his arms once again. He puts his hand up and very cheap sort of BBC lightning effects come out uh, and beam onto actually like overlay on top of Digby. <laughs> Digby Digby kind of breathes deep and sits up holding his chest a colour kind of returning to his cheeks he looks up at you and he goes thanks for trying and then very quickly the smoke that's still around him sends him back to the position he was in before it seems to be a lasting poisoning effect Gualia how are you feeling? coughing a bit of blood standing up straight Gualia turns to face Bryn and says I am well, friend. Do you think you're strong enough to carry him? Aye, I'm always here to help a man in need. Or goblin. 
Gorley has approached Digby as well. Uh, Bryn, you going to approach also? Um, well, I was going to say if Gorley is going to try and pick up Digby, I'm going to go and see if I can pick a lock or something on the horse cage. Okay, as Bryn turns to leave, Digby holds up a hand towards him. Wait, don't go. Don't go, come here. Come back. Oh, God. Okay, um, listen to me, all of you. You can't get out of this now. I am sorry this happened to you. Tell us what this is all about. I can't tell you much. Literally, I can't tell you much. It's it's a precaution we take when, you know, if I were being tortured or something, we wipe the memories of heavily injured employees. I, I genuinely don't remember any of the details. I couldn't explain if I wanted to. So, you don't remember anything? Look, all I remember is this. Bryn, that box. Protect it with your life. Do not look at what's inside. Do not touch what's inside. And all of you need to get out of here. Okay? So what? We're, we're being hunted now? That guy who came for you? More of him are going to be coming. And they're never going to stop. They're going to be looking for you. And not only that, but in, in the more immediate future, when those guys die, I seem to remember them doing the same thing. There's a memory wipe before death and then after death. Their existence is purged from the minds of anyone who isn't indoctrinated. Once I die, and once they die, everyone who isn't aware of that box will forget that any of us ever existed. You'll be left as free strangers who came into town, burned down an ancient store, and killed its owner. The watch will be after you. You need to get out of here as fast as you can. That's it? There's nothing else you can tell us? I told you, I don't remember. Oh, here we go. Dying now. Fuck, I mean, I think I did good. Um, It, it really sucks to not remember what you're dying for, you know? Uh, ah, you don't get to leave that easy. Come on, stay with us. I can heal you. We can we can get you to a sorcerer or a doctor. We can save you. Please stay with us. Jin lands on um on his shoulder and and weeps slightly, his tears kind of dropping from the free eyes and landing on him. Uh, Digby pets the creature with his remaining strength and looks over to Harriet. Hey, buddy. Take him. He'll feed himself and. Uh, don't ever have a friend so loyal. He means the world to me. I'll... I... I'll take care of him. You have my word. With tears in his eyes, Digby looks out over the water of Trident and passes. very sad. Jin flies over and lands on Harriet's shoulder, still weeping. This hero deserves a proper burial. We we don't really have time for that. Well, the least we can uh, well, the least we can do is make sure his body is at peace. I'll uh, I can still perform a cremation. Would you like to help with that, Doctor? Aye, I would. Bryn, Go secure our transport out of here. Aye, I'm honest. Before you can do anything to his body, um, not only 
does this happen to his body? It's, it also, as you look back, it's happened to Leafro's body is, is now gone, and Digby's body kind of just fades away. Um, it kind of just it doesn't dissolve or anything. It just sort of sort of fades away from existence. Shit, that has been really ceremonial. I told you when they when they die, they they have an existence purge. No one except people who know about the box are going to remember. Are going to know that he's uh, he ever existed? Well, I guess Bryn runs up to the stable on the overflow. Yep, um, uh, it's around the. It would be around the back of overflow. So. Gorlier, shouldn't we put out this fire? Leave it to burn. We haven't got time for that. Oh, we've got time to bury the guy. We haven't got time to put the fire out. That's gonna kill a town. Yeah, that's a massive fire. This is only a small one to burn. This. It's a controlled fire. Well, it's, it's not. not, Chrissy. <laughs> do you want to do that? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I think Harriet would want to put the fire out to stop anyone else getting hurt. Okay, go ahead. Gorlier, grab a bucket and head to the river with me. Um, I'm not gonna describe going around the back, but do you want to roll for a lock picking or something, Chrissy? Uh-huh, yeah, you head around the back, you you can see the stables, you see the horses, uh, it's it's deserted as far as you can see, yeah, uh, uh, I guess you would have to roll, I don't know, would that be sleight of hand? I think we said before it was sleight of hand, did we? Yeah, okay, try sleight of hand then. You have your you, you you have your thieves tools, so. Yeah. Uh, that's a 16, it's it's gonna be good enough, I'd say. Um, Alright, and um, Bryn to get through. slides a small tool into the wedge of the door and just cracks it open. Bryn is gonna saddle, throw some saddles on three horses and um, lead them out, I guess. As you do this, as you're doing this, Bryn, from inside the bar walks the elven bartender from earlier. Ah. And he walks out and looks towards you and, he, and he's kind of shocked. And, um... He has been watching through the window and he's seen you burn this... In his eyes, you burned a building down and killed an innocent old man. And he goes... I should let that riffraff fucking kill you. Aye, mate. Maybe you should. And Bryn takes the horses and runs. <laughs> okay, uh, that guy's going to go back inside and he's going to be alerting the authorities. They're going to be on their way. All right, Bryn is going to lead the horses down as fast as he can over to them. Okay, I'm going to say the, the fire's been doused. While you've been doing that, you've managed to douse the fire quite a bit. Uh, basically enough so that the authorities will be able to deal with it. Lads, the watch has been alerted, I think. We need to get out now. Good work on these horses... Right. <laughs> Whore says. I. You don't know what a horse is. Uh, you see, we only had donkeys in my in my village. We still, time we still to... got time for a bit of a, a bit of leave, levity, haven't we? <laughs> no, let, let's go. Okay, you guys set off on the horses. Um. Do, 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 uh, do, as we get on and ready to ride away, I turn my back to where the body of Digby was and scream, History will call us traitors. Alright, fucking edgelord. <laughs> I'm just doing what I do best. Wagga, 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 wagga. There are two sides to every war. Mm. 